Hello there, welcome to the International Business Podcast. I'm your host, Leonardo Marra, but let's make it simple and just call me Leo. In this podcast, I share my experiences and interview international professionals to draw lessons from the real-life stories. Coming up on today's episode. Internally, you, you have to create processes that is so simple uh, that uh, anyone can do that. Do everything. Oh, we do WeChat, we do Weibo, we do uh, all the platform. But yeah, you don't know. You don't know because basically you don't know how really you can have the maximum of results on each one of these platforms. Julien is an entrepreneur based in Shanghai and the CEO of the digital agency Genius Hensel. He helps Fortune 500 companies in Asia generate leads through LinkedIn. He's also the co-president of LinkedIn Local Asia. Julien firmly believes in establishing processes for every single business activity. We'll talk about how he documents everything in order to scale the business. You can find more information about Julien, including links to his LinkedIn and company pages, in the show notes. Now, let's dive into it. Hi, Julien. I'm glad to have you on. Welcome to the show. How is it going? I'm doing great. What about you, Leonardo? I'm doing well. A little bit hot in Shanghai, though, today. So I'll get straight to the point here. Why would you define yourself as an international businessman? I don't really like the, um, the word of expert, but my expertise is around LinkedIn. What we do uh, with our digital uh, agency uh, called Genius and Cell is we help our clients to get leads through, through LinkedIn, which is, uh, you know, the number one platform, B2B platform. In the landscape of the digital agencies here in Asia and particularly here in China, it's a unique value proposition because you got, you know, a lot of digital agency doing like uh, WeChat official account, WeChat mini program or Weibo account management really, you know, dedicated, you know, to this Chinese platform. But again, uh, LinkedIn is, you know, the um, only Western social platform which is not blog here in China. And yeah. It makes, again, the, how value proposition pretty unique there. And, uh, and yeah, and as a CEO of this digital agency, uh, obviously, is to first bring the value to, to the client. So tell us a little bit more about your digital agency, but I would like you to focus especially on how you can scale a digital agency. Basically, I will tell you something, Leonardo. It's uh, the main problem of people that manage digital agencies. They are not practitioner, right? Um, because they are not practitioners, then they don't have any more the credibility. And I do believe what makes, again, the difference uh, between uh, our agency and the other, it's like we, we try on how, how, how works the algorithm uh, or this piece of content, etc., etc. Because, again, like, how, can you, how could you be legit to take over an account of one of your clients if you don't experiment on your own? So basically, this is the same way that we do for our clients. The more you create content and the more it's going to drive, you know, uh, new, new clients. And because you got new clients, yeah, then you get more money. And because you get more money, you need to take more people, right? So right now, our team, we are a team of 10 people. Uh, I mean, even like eight, eight months ago, we were only four. So everything is all right, you know. Uh, I don't, it's hard uh, to, to take the growth quickly because um, 
uh, how to say like um, obviously you want to ensure to make the works uh, right but yeah the scaling it's on uh, on two parts it's uh, in, uh, internally have you gonna graphs create the best processes for your team and you know for that i get really inspired by red croc and there is this great movie uh, called the founder it basically talks you know about uh, ray croc was the founder of mcdonald corporation and I think this is a thing like um, internally you, you have to create processes that is so simple uh, that uh, anyone can do that. This is a way also you, you, you scale and you go faster with, with your employees, right? On the other side, obviously business, as my first mentor said, you need new clients anyway. You need new clients, you need new projects and for that, I do believe the, the, the best way, again, to, to, to scale the number of clients uh, on our side was definitely the fact that uh, we had different approach, uh, particularly with the lead magnets. So, for example, right now, one of the new strategy, it's uh, we are consistent on the webinar. Why? Because people see your face, uh, it's in live, and you cannot really fake, and you can demonstrate in one hour only your expertise so this is a good way you know to again catch the email and try to create a relationship i think you know everybody talks about delegation and how important delegation is but actually people struggle with it my question to you julian is why do people struggle with delegation and what can they do to become better at it I'm telling you, like, I think definitely, I genuinely believe people are just, uh, you know, basically with fear, with a lot of fear. And, uh, and again, um, because they want to, to control on everything. And, you know, like, uh, it takes a lot of trust also to trust someone. Okay, I can delegate this, I can delegate that. And also because people are not very well organized so if you lack of organization and if you are still with fear and don't trust people that okay you can delegate this or delegate that uh, then obviously it, it won't work here is the things like um because again i think there is uh, a kind of imposter syndrome like okay i cannot delegate because it's not for me people really think it's not for us on everything like you know same thing, before I gave my first keynote speech in front of 100 people, I was thinking, yeah, I'm not legit. And so for delegations, this is the same thing, because uh, we never really have an example of that. And basically, it's a process. You have to go through a process of delegation. So for my part, for example, I begin to recruit intern. And I think uh, it's one of the best ways. Obviously, the rock is not perfect because uh, they are they are young, right, and they are not experienced. But it's great because at least you don't take risk from a, a financial point of view. And after, okay, when you see, okay, I can delegate, then okay, you will take freelancers, and after uh, you will maybe take a, an employee. You know, the the thing is, uh, and particularly on the way that I delegate everything. Uh, and it's again on the McDonald aspect. Every task can be well defined in a certain amount of time. Okay, if I'm telling you you need to have 60 connection uh, requests today, okay, it will take you okay this amount of time. 
And I'm still impressed. People, you know, uh, and even in big corporations, they don't do it in a smart way. So but basically, that's why I think, again, for the basic, uh, obviously for some specific tasks, uh, you need to explain human to human. But there is things that repeat. Basically, you have to create a library of videos with all the tasks. And you could totally, obviously I will give the, the example of your podcast, but basically cut the video could be done by someone, okay, you delegate, or uh, spreading the content on LinkedIn or Facebook, whatever, could be totally delegated. It, it just people never think of that because they think, okay, um, I have to do it on my own because anyway, it would take more time. At the beginning, yes, it would take time, uh, the time to think, okay, how to explain even to, <laughs> sorry for that, but to, even to the dumbest people need to understand your process, right? And uh, you, you, you really need to have a lot of compassion and really think, okay, whatever the guy I'm going to take, anyone needs to understand my process. Why would you say people struggle with delegation, mostly because of laziness, ignorance, or maybe distrust because it takes a lot of trust and for example for a content creator they think oh no but it, it represents my brand it represents my personal brand and i don't know like oh if the person i delegate let's say for commenting other people posts you can totally delegate that but maybe this person will think oh no it, it won't comment the same way and uh, maybe uh, that would look, look weird or whatever. I think it's both, you know, I think it's ignorance because people another way they can be faster uh, in, in their business. And again, this is a point, you know, like uh, because they are in the mindset, uh, not really as entrepreneur, but as technician, right? So basically when you're a technician, you want to do everything on your own. And uh, I think, yeah, majority of people are really think, okay, uh, they are more technician rather than thinking more globally and think like really an, uh, as an entrepreneur, uh, as a business owner. And, and, and this is the main point, you know, like uh, you don't have to do everything on your own. You know, like, uh, for example, myself, I have a team, you know, managing the, the content creation. I strategize everything related to the strategy, but I don't execute. I create the processes. Because again, as a business owner, uh, and it's why they say to the majority uh, of, uh, of our clients, it's like, you know, it's not your job to do content creation for two reasons. First one is because obviously you, it, you don't know about the platform and even if you try to do it, you won't do, do it uh, the best way as we can do it. No arrogance on that, it's just the truth. It's just being pragmatic. But second point, it's like, you are a business owner, and as a business owner, basically you have uh, you have to take calls and you have to maintain the relationship with your clients, and you have to manage your team. I like I like this answer, Julian. I like the idea that most people believe themselves as technicians, which there's nothing wrong with it. But I guess that if they want to step up their own game delegation becomes important because if you do everything or at least if you try to do everything you won't have enough time to strategize or again to stepping up the game in a proper way so following your answer 
what is the difference between uh, Genius and Cell, your agency, and other agencies? First, being a technician, there is nothing wrong, you know, in being a technician. Uh, let me give you an example. It's like three months I begin my whole newsletter, uh, writing very cool email every three days. But, you know, I'm enjoying this process, right? I, I try to understand how it works, you know, how I react to an audience on, on the mailing list, right? And maybe next month, I have enough example on my writing style, and then I would delegate that to a copywriter. So this is the things. First, I would say myself and Tama, which is my, uh, who is my business partner, we are a practitioner. So first, we're going to really practice everything, experiment, because there is nothing wrong on being a technician, right? You need to practice first to understand how it works. And then after, you will strategize all the processes to delegate all the processes. But my point is, uh, and it's what I explained previously, in the market of all the digital agencies, People have no fucking clue how the platform works. And this is a big mistake because how you can be legit on, you know, charging your clients uh, and you don't know, uh, you didn't experiment on your own how this platform works. This is a thing and this is, I think, the biggest point that uh, differentiates us from the other agency. Second point is... Um, we do LinkedIn and we only do LinkedIn. One of the struggles, and I do believe in 2020 on the landscape of the digital agencies uh, business, you have to be ultra specialized. You know, digital agencies, they do basically anything and everything. I don't think they deliver really good results. This is the thing. I think uh, being specialized, it's a good point. Uh, we enjoy the platform LinkedIn. We only do that and we, and we, we do it well. And we do it well, very well. So again, majority of the, of the other digital agencies, they will try to basically do everything. Oh, we do WeChat, we do Weibo, we do uh, all the platform. But yeah, you don't know. You don't know because basically you don't know how really you can have the maximum of results on each one of these platforms. Let me put it that way. Like uh, one of my best friends uh, in France had the first uh, Instagram agency in France. So basically they manage big corporations like uh, Huawei or uh, Disneyland Paris, you know. And I'm telling you, like, I cannot uh, really go into the market because I know Instagram is the same like LinkedIn. This platform, the algorithm change the strategy change and basically if you are not hyper focused on this platform and you don't experiment on your own what works what don't work basically it's impossible to be legit as an agency and deliver the best result for for, for the clients so i think anyway it's going to be one of the big changing in the industry i think people will again uh, look for agency owners who are practitioner because uh, there is a lot of smoke and mirrors, you know, in the industry. 
and people are more aware in that uh, about that. I totally agree with you, Julian. If you want to become an expert using a platform, you need to keep using it and focusing on it. I mean, I use LinkedIn a lot, and it, it keeps changing. So, I mean, there every couple of months or, or maybe even more, you know, this better than I do. Oh, yeah. There are little details here and there that change. And then maybe once a year, every six months, six months, there is a major drastic change. So how can you manage, how can you be an expert on five different platforms when at the end of the day, they are all completely different and they keep changing? So I totally agree with you here. So, Julian, I've got one final question I ask everyone who comes on the show, and that is, tell us about one memorable moment from your international career that can be the most successful, the funniest, the most catastrophic episode, your pick. Well, I think uh, two months ago was a really great moment because we signed a $3 billion company. And again, you know, when you reach this level, Meaning like, okay, you reach the best that you can. You know, when you sign uh, a big corporation like that, you only think, yeah, uh, I'm going to work with uh, companies that basically are in the global 500. And it's more challenging and it's more, how to say, interesting project. And I think, yeah, definitely uh, it takes the agency to another level. And yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much it. So I think, yeah, you know, this time during uh, coronavirus, people think like, yeah, we cannot cross deal, but I've never signed so much deal than uh, recently. Because maybe again, my value proposition is better well perceived. Everything we have created is lifestyle because yeah, again, the particularity of, um, of the agency, it's we only work remotely. You know, it's something also I would like to share with, with your audience. It's like, I strongly believe like we can create a new vision of, uh, of working. And like, for example, uh, last week, you know, was traveling four days uh, in Nanjing and I was like, damn, you know, I can enjoy basically visit some places and still take business calls into taxi. It was not a big issue. And I'm telling you, Leonardo, it's something I, I won't change because I, I am aware of this reality and this, um, this digital agency, the way we structure everything, like it's really the lifestyle I want, right? Because you can still deliver results. Your team work remotely and I think it's more human. You know, I don't think it's human to tell your employee, okay, you have to come to the office and uh, making lose that time uh, you know, to be uh, in the traffic jam. This is not human. Uh, and I guess, and I hope, a lot of people after uh, this crisis will be over, will be aware of that and will change really their lifestyle. Because, again, this is so great. I mean, even, you know, for new clients, when I remember I was driving all over Shanghai to try to convince new people for being my client. Ah. I'm like, right now, it's insane. No, if you want, uh, we collaborate. It's going to be a 30 minutes call on Zoom and we're going to see if we are a good match or not. So, yeah, I, I think like these two moments really change everything because, you know, when you, when you sign a company like that and plus when you are aware of the lifestyle uh, that you create, 
that is totally compatible and tomorrow let's say everything gets back to normal i can just buy my ticket flight and just walk from a beach in bali uh, well this is great and, uh, and and a lot of people think like uh, it's not possible but it is possible and i was like damn I really think, I really think like, yeah, um, they will have more and more organization uh, like that. I think more and more uh, businesses will adapt this business model. And, uh, and again, I, uh, you save again a lot of time for not going to the office. And also as a business owner, you don't have to really pay, you know, uh, for an office, which is also great. You're saving costs. As soon as these coronavirus period ends, we're all going to Bali and uh, bring our laptops and work from there, okay? Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and then bring our piña colada, for real. Sure, sure. So before we go, Julien, who should connect with you? LinkedIn first, yeah. So you type my name, Julien Sicard. If you want to have more information about our, uh, our agency, Genius and Sell, that agency, I've got a great blog uh, with uh, 100 articles about LinkedIn. It's a free content for you guys. So you type juliansicard.com and you will have access to my blog. Uh, and yeah, and if you are in China, welcome to add me on WeChat. Would be happy to, uh, to connect with you and to add you uh, in our groups of, uh, of LinkedIn Local Shanghai, which is a really, really great community. And welcome uh, to, to our next event. We, we used to organize one event uh, every month. So when everything getting back to normal, you, you are welcome. Julien, I want to thank you for your insights. Thank you for joining us on the International Business Podcast. Thank you. Subscribe today to listen to more international business stories, guests coming on the show every Monday. Do not forget to connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll speak with you again on the next episode.